I think, hold on, I'm going to stop you there because that's important for the person who gets to leave the house or who is in that position. And it's also important for the person who might be at home. It's for both people in those roles is that this is not the ideal situation. You don't get to, you know, fill in the blank there, whatever it is. You have to understand that this is unique times and that you have to support the other person as best as that can be. At Active Life, we believe that the healthcare clinic of the future is the gym. Everybody starts with the best case scenario in mind. Never sell anything to anybody who is not in the market for what you have. The only reason we work out is to create the opportunity to recover. And the healthcare provider of the future is the coach. And this is why you guys need to get paid well, because what you're doing is really, really hard work. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Turning Pro on the Active Life Podcast. I'm Dr. Sean Pastooge. I'm your host. And today I have a special guest with me. It's my beautiful wife. Hi, Kim. Hi, Sean. How you doing? I'm peachy. Why aren't you at school teaching kids? We are virtually teaching, and apparently this is me virtually teaching. Kim is killing it. So what I want to do today, what we decided to do for you guys, is I've gotten a lot of messages from people that are essentially asking me how to better communicate with their spouse about how their schedule has needed to change. What do they need to do to now continue to run the business that they agreed they wanted to run when the business is not what it was when they agreed to run it? So for example, a lot of people who own gyms, a lot of people who are coaches, it used to be that they would show up at the gym 5.30 in the morning, coach their class while everyone at home was still sleeping. They got to come home at 10.30 in the morning. You know, they, they got whatever they need to get done around the house. Then they would go back in the afternoon and crush the afternoon. Now it's totally different. The kids are home, the spouse is home, and the one who's supposed to be coaching or owns the gym is not available. So they're going to the gym potentially, throwing their computer up and working from the computer all day. And the wife or the husband who now is at home because their job allows them to work from home or needs them to work from home, or they're laid off, they're like, where's my help? I kind of feel like I'm doing this by myself. And I thought it would be really valuable for you to jump on and talk to the spouses about how this stuff changed. I hope so. I hope I can provide some value and hopefully maybe some of our story resonates with somebody and- Um, maybe if there's something else that I'm thinking of, then hopefully then that relates to people too. Well, what I would like to do is kind of set the stage because no two families live exactly the same. And I don't want to, we're not here to play the violin. It would be the smallest violin in the world. I'm not looking to do that. What I want to do is set the stage that what is most important to you is quality time. Yes. So quality time is the number one thing in the world for Kim to make sure that she feels loved. True. If we're going on the the five love languages, yes. Yeah. And for me, it's going to be acts of service, please. Or it's it's physical touch, but after that, it's acts of service. We don't need to hug all day. No, I know. I'm also an acts of service person too. So I think I like, I hover on the, like the fair 50-50 line of, of both of those things. Which makes this whole thing really interesting, right? Because I haven't been home as much as I usually am. True. And well- I've been home at different hours. Different hours. Uh, the other thing that I kind of gave away too is one of my words is fairness. And that's that's an interesting one during this time right now too. Because can, can you unpack that? 
Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is also a therapy session for you and I, because you have different hours that I don't, I don't get to see you as often. Um, and so our availability and our time frame to really talk and communicate has drastically changed and diminished a lot. Um, so this is, as you guys are listening, this is um, Sean also listening probably for the first time as well with some of this. Um, but one of my attributes about myself is about I need to make sure that a partnership is a true 50-50 partnership and that things are are fair. Um, and that's it's hard to swallow right now um, during this kind of pandemic crisis because it isn't fair. Like nothing, nothing is fair right now in the world. So it's not fair outside. It's not fair for other people. It's not fair for you personally. It's not fair for your household. It's not fair for your spouse. Nothing is. So it's hard to not take that completely personally um, because you know that everybody else is in the exact same boat and you kind of have to get over it and get over yourself real quick on some of that one. Um, because in order to have your partnership, your partner needs to do things that look different now. Like it, it's, it is different and you have to understand that. I think that was really well said. And what I'd like to go further into there is what would be the perfect fair for you right now? Like forgetting about what's happening in the rest of the world, what would be fair in the house? What would be fair in our family? What would make it fair for the sake of fair? Oh, that's a Really good question. Uh, I haven't thought about that yet. So got you're, her. You're, got you're, her. You're putting me on the spot <laughs> of what that really looks like. I, I mean, the best answer that I can give right now is there are moments of our daily life that are absolutely like what I envision as my, if I were to envision my perfect dream day, which I still haven't done because I'm a procrastinator and I know that I, that's something I do want to come up with. Um, but I love that we sleep in mm -hmm. together, which is pretty awesome um, for having now. three children. We yes, sleep in now, 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 yes. Um, we wake up together. We like you start breakfast. I start getting like the kids downstairs, and we have this beautiful morning together. And, and by beautiful, it looks crazy, but we're together. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like I'm waking up super early like I used to be, and out of the house before anybody else even got up. So we're having this quality time. Hold on. I was up when you left the house. Oh, kind of sometimes. Um, <laughs> we're having this quality time together. And the fact that we're all awake and all just kind of there in the morning together. Um, and then you come to the office and, and crush it during the day. Um, and then at home, when your hours at, at home, coming home, vary. Mm -hmm. So I think we would, I, I would like you to keep, be better about that. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that things throw you challenges during the day and you just are like, I think sometimes you're like, oh, Kim's home. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what goes through your head and you're laughing so that I know that no, it's true. No, I'm laughing because it means that's true. The kids are alive. Right. Like, I, I don't have to worry. I don't, I don't, I'm not like, ah, Kim doesn't care. That That's not where I'm at. No, 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 it's not about care. It's just like, yeah, cool. Kim's home. Yes. Okay. Fair. Yeah. And, and what, you know, what I would, what I would throw out there for people who are listening is it used to be that in the mornings, if we saw each other, it was, I made you breakfast, you took it out the door and went to work with it. Yeah. That was basically the extent of it. 
And ideally, I was being productive and I was already getting to things that needed to be done during the day, starting early in the morning before the kids woke up. Then I would make sure that I was home and available by 5.30 in the evening so that we could have a family and eat dinner together, go for walks on the boardwalk, around town, whatever it is. Now, we're sleeping until like 7.30 daily, which is great. Which is awesome. Uh, And then, you know, letting the kids come into bed for like 15 minutes. Also awesome parenting snacks. Whatever is what it is, right? And then, you know, kind of starting our days a little bit later. Yeah. So I'm now working out 9.30-ish instead of 9.00. And I'm coming into my office around 1030 instead of 10, you know, and then I'm home ideally you know, <laughs> by 530, but there are some nights it stretch one night. I came home at what, like 830? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's unpredictable because what I'm struggling with right now is I am struggling personally to keep my boundaries up when people are struggling who need my help. Yeah. You know, and that's the issue. It's. The people who at the last minute are like, hey, can I can I ask you a question? And I'm like, yeah, sure, let's take five minutes. And it takes an hour because we have to unpack a bunch of other stuff for them to really be able to talk about what's going on. And I don't want them to go out of business and lose everything that they worked for. And that's the struggle that I run into at the end of the day. Right. And I I understand that. I think that's why I haven't said much of anything to you because I know that that's the position that you're in to help other people. And I know that other people need help right now. And so another characteristic about myself is that just wanting to help. And that's kind of the role that I am playing right now Mm -hmm. behind the scenes is allowing you to give those people who need your help the the time and the help that they need. um, Because I know that we're okay. Mm -hmm. In the grand scheme of everything, like we're okay. And we're going to be okay. And I, I get that. Better be better than that. <laughs> going to be great. Um, and so giving you the time, the space, and the energy to be able to do those things, I know is also an important thing for you mentally that you need as well. So it's just trying to figure out the right balance of how am I being fulfilled myself at home and how are you also being fulfilled Um, And I know that is one of those things that actually does give you fulfillment. So trying to balance those things is definitely tough. I'm not going to lie. It's every day is different. And I can sit here and easily say that to you right now. And two hours later from today, I'm, I might completely feel different or come like six o'clock at night when I think you probably should be home. I should not. I should be. I'm going to be like, oh, okay. But I have to kind of constantly remind myself. So it's okay to feel all of the feels every day is different. And I think every hour can also be different and it's, it's okay to feel both sides of, of both of it. For sure. And, and, you know, our kids are starting to develop some habits that we're going to have to either break or oh, break. Sure. <laughs> like our, uh, our five-year-old likes to ask is, can I stay up the latest? <laughs> and what she means by that is, can you put my sisters to bed so I can have alone time with mom and dad and stay up until after you eat dinner and then go to sleep by myself? Um, I've been letting her do it. We'll see what happens after this whole thing is over. But what there had to be some moments for you. And I know we had one where we, we talked about this. And it was, I need you to try to get home at a predictable hour. That's what you said to me. Right. And 
I tried and I did it for like three days in a row. And then it just became. Oh, Kim's at home. That's fine. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Cause you know, it's back there in the back of your mind. So. For sure. For sure. What, what I'm more interested in is. I view this as. I view that what we're going through right now, what, what you are dealing with at home. I think that what's interesting to me about it is I would rather be home at 5.30 every night with you and with the kids also. You would rather me be home at 5.30 every night with you and with the kids. All of that is agreed upon. So neither of us are sitting in this space where it's like, oh, good, I get to do this while this person takes care of all the things that I don't want to do. It's not that. What allowed you to give me the space without the guilt? Mm. I think that's something that people deal with. It's the, fine, you can do it, but I'm going to have to do this, 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 and this, whatever, as long as you know. And I don't think that's productive. Yeah. Um, And I want to be clear for everybody, you did not do that. Right. For you, it was, I'd love to be home at the earliest you possibly can. I get it. I'll see you when you get home. You know, I don't think that there's time to think about that during the day. Uh, we, there's so many moving parts of if other people are actually working um, from home. So their, their time is thinking about what their work looks like now. Um, and their time is also thinking about how do I take care of my children how do I maybe homeschool my children? The dynamic between that. Um, and then it's, okay, how many snacks has my kid stolen today? How do I figure out lunch? Naps, possibly. How do I entertain? There's so many other things that actually, as a parent at home, that trump even thinking about um, you at work, that that time doesn't even like kind of enter my my brain, to be honest with you, because there's other things that, that take up my attention and time. Um, first it's really at the, the dinner time, bedtime time frame that that's kind of like, Oh man. Okay. This is, I wish Sean was here to help kind of balance some of this out. Um, that's kind of like how my, how my day but how did you, how did you allow yourself to go to the place where you don't guilt me for the nights that I'm not there to help with that. Because if I just kind of kept complaining, I don't see how any good would come from that. And so uh, I just know that that's not a productive way to communicate. And if I'm, I'm in an okay spot where like, this is fine. And into the, when it reaches a point where it's not fine, then I know that I need to have like actually ask you for a serious sit down of like, okay, this is our new normal. We need to come up with a better plan because I personally am not doing okay with it. Um, and I think at the very beginning, there were so many unknowns of timeframes. Um, so it was just kind of like, okay, yeah, go do whatever you got to do to survive. I get it. Um, I'm fine. Um, and then each week that this is kind of, I think we're now in week eight. Um, well, this is while we're filming this. Um, 
there's like more and more now that we know that there's kind of no school left over in the school year, that this is like it for at least till the end of June. And we don't know what summer and the fall look like. Um, we have like a better understanding and I'm like, okay, well I can get to like the summertime. I've got a new kind of end target point where my mindset is on that. And it's like, okay, well now we can reevaluate at the, at the end of that and kind of see. Um, and I know that for right now I'm okay. I think that for people who are not okay, you need to have that conversation, especially now that you, you know, your deadlines of their school is being canceled. Um, you need to figure out what you need. And if that means you need an hour to be creative, you need an hour to think by yourself. You need to lock yourself in the bathroom from your kids. You need to have time <laughs> to work out. Um, you're now figuring, you're now realizing that this is kind of the long haul. You need some space for you. How do you get that space? I think what is also valuable for us, um, is that we kept our nanny on board. And I know that we have that situation where, um, she's with the kids right now and I'm in the office with you recording this podcast and then I'm going to go for a run. And I, I figured out that we have built in a system where I do have that space in place. Um, so I am definitely way better mentally than I know that most people are. And I, I'm, I'm okay. Um, well, when you say way better mentally, I think what you mean by that is I'm not drowning at home. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm not stuck. I don't feel stuck. Um, I don't feel smothered. I, I'm very fortunate. And, and I recognize that, that that is our lifestyle and our scenario where we have put those impl- those pieces that we need for both of us to be able to survive. We've already put those in place and we've kept them in place. And I think that that would be my my best advice is to try to figure out how, if anybody is at home and um, how you can get back that hour for your day. And if you can structure almost, and this is, I guess, like the teacher coming out of me, almost like a lesson plan of what your day looks like hour by hour and pencil that down, you might try to figure out, okay, how can you, um, can your kids eat, can your kids eat dinner while they're watching a show? And then you're like off to the side watching an exercise video on your phone right next to them. But at least they're kind of contained from you for a little bit and occupied. Um, can you carve out some time that way for, for yourself and how can you get a little bit creative? Do your kids still nap? And is that a time where you can do something? Um, that's kind of, I guess. Well, I think what you're describing is accepting that while everything in your life outside of your control is totally different. True. There are things inside of your control that maybe instead of doing in the ideal way that you would do them when the world was something else, you do them a little bit differently. So for example, we wouldn't normally allow our kids to eat their food in front of the TV because we know it develops habits that have people forgetting that they're even eating. Right. Now in this time, if you have been with the kids for a long time and I haven't been around and it's like, I need to do something for the house or for myself in your shoes, whatever. Is it ideal that the kids are doing this right now? No. Are we going to make this a habit? No. It is going to be a stopgap for 30 minutes right now so that I can do this other thing. Sure. You know, 
another example of that, that I think that we actually navigated fairly well is on the weekends, we'd have no help in the house. It's the two of us. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, don't cry for me, Argentina. I'm not complaining that we have no help on the weekends. What I'm describing is I remember there was a day, I don't know if it was last weekend or the weekend before that you were just kind of not feeling yourself. You were oh, overwhelmed last week. And it becomes my responsibility to understand that I've, I've essentially underproduced at home during the week. So I need to overproduce at home on the weekends. You know, the last two weekends, what we spent 16 hours building a playset in the backyard. <laughs> that is not in my unique zone of genius. I mean, we could tell the story about how the, uh, the next door neighbor came over and did something in 10 minutes that we both tried for about an hour <laughs> and miserably failed and, you know, tried to break some equipment over. And then he came over and was like, oh, you need this tool this way. Blah, 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 blah. Da, da, yeah. da. I'm like, oh, thanks, Dean. <laughs> I'm a shining knight for my wife. He totally is. <laughs> I'm like, Dean, will you come over and fix this, please? <laughs> so, you know, there, part of it is the difficult part for me that I think a lot of you can probably relate to is it's not like you end work and then you come home to a relaxing house where it's no. just like easy now. No. The day keeps going. Yeah. And it's, it's my day right now is if most of my days used to be a six on a typical CEO stress scale, there are nine now because I'm dealing with other people's crises all day long. I'm taking other people's emotions on all day long, every single day. And then we're doing the things in my company that cost me the most energy, which are, okay, we spent the last two years building to this. Let's change it because it doesn't work anymore. Right. You know, I think everybody's in that spot. For spot sure. Right now. Like, for sure. It doesn't, we've built it to this. However, I have to flip it completely. It's not working right now. I have to get creative, but yes. I think I think, think that for spouses and partners who are in this space right now that who, who whose other half owns a fitness facility or any business or, right or any business whatever it is you own a small business they have to understand that that like unfortunately that's the unwritten stuff that kind of comes with this territory of like you have to do what it takes to survive and if that means like being at home while you're partner is figuring this out and how to service the others, you know, that they're supposed to be servicing. It's just this like unwritten thing that comes with it. Um, the, that you just have to get to the spot of like understanding that, but then you ask, you also have to get in a spot of saying to yourself, well, okay, how can I, yes, I, I, I get that, but what else do I need for this to be okay? Mm -hmm. And then you have to, once you figure out what else you need, then you have to sit down, I think, with your partner and say, okay, I get it. You've got this going on. Okay. But I also need to figure out how to get this. Can we brainstorm? How can we make this happen? I think that's such a well said, well said piece of advice there. And what, what you're describing is you don't come at your partner and be like, I need you to be home more often because right. that's not actually what you need. You need me to be able to do what I would do if I was home. You need the space that me being home allows you to get. So the question is, really, how do I get more space? Not, I need you home. 
that's part of it. I think it's, it's space, but I also, I was just using that as an example. Okay. It wasn't no. your personal example. It's if somebody, for example, you know, doesn't have time to work out themselves because they wake up, the kids are up there with the kids all day. And then it's like, when am I supposed to work out? I have kids with me all day long. I have no time to do it. No, I don't work out. I feel bad. I feel like I'm getting fat. I'm stressed out. What the hell? Like I need my husband or wife to come home and just give me a fucking hour. Sure. Could be that. Yeah. So when they say, I need you to come home and give me an hour, what they're really saying is I need to figure out how I can exercise for an hour without having to think about the kids. Mm -hmm. That's what they're really saying. And there's opportunity there for the other person to say, okay, I'll come home. I'll handle that. Or to say, okay, we have enough money. I will spend to have somebody come watch the kids for that hour so I can do my work and you can do your exercise. Whatever it is, it's the problem that needs to be solved is that you need the hour, not that you need the person to come home. The person coming home would be one part of the solution. It's one way to solve the problem that has many ways to be solved. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, what I wanted to get to a little bit earlier was just the idea that I think what you inherently understand is that because my days are more stressful than I would like them to be right now, despite the fact that I I gobble up stress like Pac-Man going through the the maze. Yeah. The problem is I don't avoid the ghosts. I just kind of turn around and I'm like, you want to fucking start something? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because you understand that, I think that, I don't even know, I've never asked you, but I think that you realize that when I come home, I'm not like, "Ah, home at last. I come home and it's like, okay, what do the kids need? What does this person need? And and, and at that time of night, it's typically screaming, bitching, moaning, and I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. And it's like, okay, Frying pan into fire as soon as I get home. Yes. But I need you to also think about that. If that's your mentality, when you get home, you're like, I just got to sit, right? You've now put that 100% of all of that back onto your partner. Mm -hmm. Chances are that partner has been doing that since wake up time. Yep. Right. And so for the partner at home, you're like, can you, I need you to just like come in. And so that way we can 50, 50, this take some of this craziness off of my plate because I know you don't want to do it, but now by you not doing it, you've just put it all on me. I agree. I hope, I hope I'm doing that in some way when I come home and do things like get dinner together, take care of one of the three kids or whatever I'm doing. Right. So it it does look different as to like what your home life is. So right now our, our kind of divvying up is, you know, you are kind of on like kitchen duty and I kind of take the kids upstairs and put them down and, or, or we'll kind of swap or interchange a little bit depending upon what the kids are. Um, the big, the big thing that you're describing is you don't get to walk in the house and be like, I just worked all yeah, day. Right. Because sort of the other person. Right. So what, and it what, looks different. It's, it's different work, but being parenting at home, is right, harder well, parenting than my is job. Home. Of course it is. And now you're at home with the kids all day who don't get to school who you're trying to balance, trying to also being their teacher, most mm-hmm. likely. And by the way, we've given that up a long time ago. We've come to terms yeah, with that. So, but our kids are also <laughs> young where we, we can have that luxury where they're not getting graded. So we are just, we're playing. Um, but still, like it, it's your- Side words went really well yesterday. Yeah. I didn't hear any temper tantrums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're done. Um, I don't know where I was thinking of that. But it, it, you need to find that balance of, 
you need to understand that your partner has been through lots as well at home. If you have been um, given the ability to like go to your place of business to be able to work on that, um, you need to understand that the person at home has also been through a lot um, at home as well. Yeah. And I want to point out to those of you who are the business owners, what what I was trying to describe there was that you don't get a pass. You know, you're going to come home and you're still going to be wired up from the day and you're going to want to wire down. You don't get to yet. Right. It's, it's part of the territory is you don't get exactly what you need exactly when you need it. When there's somebody else who needs something that you can help them with at home. Right. I think, hold on, I'm going to stop you there because that's important for the person who gets to leave the house or who is Mm -hmm. in that position. And it's also important for the person who might be at home. It's for both people in those roles is that this is not the ideal situation. You don't get to, you know, fill in the blank there, whatever it is. You have to understand that this is unique times and that you have to support the other person as best as that can be. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't matter if your significant other doesn't work at all. It doesn't matter if your significant other was the worst thing that you can do. And I, I hesitate to say I scolded somebody, but I let somebody know that I really disagreed with them in my DM where they were like, my significant other got laid off. So I'm making all of the money in the family and they're just home taking care of the kids. Like I need the time (laughs) and the space to, to make the money. I'm like, I get it. You're stressed. I get it. You're stressed. Right. Your significant other is also stressed. They want to have the dignity of contributing to the family and they want to have the space to feel valuable. If they're home taking care of the kids or taking care of the house or whatever they're doing and you go to work all day and you're really stressed and you come home and dinner is not ready, take a deep breath and calm the fuck down. It's not necessarily on them to now cater to your every need because you're the only one in the family earning anything. And in our world, it's different. You earn, you do a very good job financially for now. Um, We're laughing because we don't know how long that's going to be for, but either way it would, the way that I would treat you when I get home would not be any different if you were earning $0 as compared to what you're earning right now. And I think that it's important for business owners and and the people who are out earning right now to understand that the reason you're able to go out and earn is because somebody else might be at home doing some things that you would need to do if they weren't. Yeah, I, I think I think ultimately it comes down to you and your partner made a choice. I mean, a long time ago, but maybe before their their job role or your role as a parent or whatever it is but you made a choice to be together kind of through thick and thin and through that roller coaster that, you know, life is going to um, like take you on. And this is a curveball, mm-hmm. and you have to go back to the foundation of you made a choice to create a life with that person. And that comes with supporting them in any way that you possibly can. It's going to look different in this particular phase or this particular season Um, And you have to get through it together. So having those, if you haven't been able to sit down with your person and have that conversation of how does this look now, you need to have that conversation. We have gotten to a point in our relationship that it's kind of just, 
understood in a way. Mm-hmm. Although this is this is also helpful, the fact that you and I are talking right now and actually saying those things. But there's also because we have done this in the past, have having some of those conversations, it's a little bit um easier in a way because we just kind of get it and just naturally a little bit go into some of those roles. Well, we over communicate all the time. Also true. And but, so but we do that's what I'm, I guess that's what I'm saying is that because we have communication a lot already, this is a little bit easier for us to navigate. Cause I'm just like, yeah, I get it. Just go and do mm-hmm. where we haven't had to like legit sit down and have this conversation. But I'm saying for those who have not communicated that yet or figured out that pattern, you do need to figure out, you do need to sit down and kind of lay it out there. Well, this is a great example of how habits make things easier. You know, True. we, we, we are in a habit of you're doing something that's bothering me. I need to talk to you about it. Or you're doing something that made me feel really good. I want to talk to you about that. And that makes it easier that when stuff like this goes down, it's not like the, we need to talk note on the kitchen table (laughs) and I have to fucking dread it all day and wait to come home. Right. So the difficult thing for some of you out there right now, I understand is going to be, we don't talk about these kinds of things. Right. And now we're supposed to start. And what I want you to understand is, um, you don't have to talk about it perfectly. And you just need to start and it needs to be from a place of care about the other person, from a place of empathy that I'm trying to help you solve your problem, even if it means it creates a problem for me that I then need your help to solve for me. Because ultimately the situation that we're in right now, if there's no school in September, it might happen, right? What I'm doing right now may become unacceptable and we may need to come back together and say, okay, what, what needs to change in our life right now, day to day, so that our relationship can stay strong. And then it becomes incumbent upon me to express to you, well, these are the things that must happen for me to be successful. How can we get them done and make it so that everything that you need to have happen can also happen? And just address it as if there were no rules and start all over again. Mm -hmm. I think that's important to note that give yourself almost um, um, maybe like a benchmark or like an end goal. So for those at home, you've got today until let's say your end goal is um, like the end of the school year, whenever your district decides to, to end the year. Figure out whatever your current game plan looks like from now until that end date and then start again. What does your day look like for you, you and your partner you for like that. the summertime? Right. And then, because we don't know what the fall looks like, but then you're probably going to have to do it again right. once your summer ends and then retweak that plan as well. So it's going to be this ongoing continuous change, um, but you need to figure out how both you and your partner can, can survive it. Thrive through it. Thrive through it. Babe, you fucking crushed that podcast. Oh, thanks, hon. You did. Yeah, it was good. This All is right. this has been a long time. It's been since about over a year since maybe, I popped on it with you. Maybe we'll do another one soon. Okay. All right. I like it. Thanks, guys. Turn pro. Remember, oh, wait, before you turn pro, go leave us a rating and a review. Five stars and I love you. <laughs> Have a great day. <laughs> All right. That's going to be a wrap for this episode of the Active Life Podcast. And guys, remember, remember, if you are looking to enhance your fitness business. If you're sitting there thinking, man, I would love 
to be able to go on vacations. I would love to be able to take two weeks off and not have my business fall apart. And most importantly, most importantly, if you want to be a part of the movement that we are creating, facilitating, and seeing come to life, which is coaches and gyms becoming the healthcare clinic of the future, Helping people who've gotten hurt working out. Helping people who've been told they have to work out around that. Having people be told they're too old to do that. Find new hobbies. If hearing things like that for your clients is frustrating for you and you want to learn the skills to solve those problems and also get paid very well to do it, head to activelifeprofessional.com and let's get talking. Till then... Term Pro.